This is another five star production. another edition of the scorekeepers podcast i am joining you today with one of my guys we got tested research brandon how's it going uh clayton and khalil will not be joining us today but you will be hearing from them later on in the week brandon how you doing today i'm doing well what about you sir um i'm doing well you know you know who's not doing well heat fans on twitter okay the heat are now down 3-1 to the nuggets um which has been kind of uh, besides the game two for the most part, I think you would agree a little bit more of a lopsided series that's favored the Nuggets. Um, and uh, some of the Heat fans are not really being happy about the way the series has gone or are satisfied with the way the Heat have been playing particularly. Um, you being one of the fans who sent me a text message uh, telling me that you were sick after watching them yeah, play I'm on right. Game 4 on Friday I'm night. Yes. So I'm going to just ask you a quick question. Um and maybe I'll just say my part first. Uh, personally, I'm not. I have gave predictions that they were going to lose the series in five, so I'm not really surprised that they're down three one. This is kind of going as scheduled for me. Um, do I thought? Do I think they could have played better in the games? Do I think there's some things that I I would have personally liked to see them do or not do, especially maybe on the defensive end? Yes, but I do also uh, think just overall, um, Denver is a better team, and also this is probably one of the worst matchups for Miami. Um, with Denver because Denver does two things well that I think is hard for any team to deal with which is that the fact that they have a lot of size but they can also shoot um, while a lot of teams that my, they're actually not shooting that well well they're making they're making they're making threes they're making they're making enough they're not they're not like the Lakers or or yeah, or, or, or the Bucks. Yeah, but like you know, those teams that kind of play with size, but like you know, they can't really shoot the ball well. They can actually shoot the ball well, and they can play with tempo. So they can basically play. Yeah. They can play anybody. They, they are the best yeah. team in the league. I mean, they've been in all that for the regular season and the playoffs. Their playoff performance has been just as good as their regular season performance. So that's why I'm not yeah. surprised. But enough of me. What do you think about the series so far? Now that they're down three one. Um, well, I am not surprised either for all the same reasons you said. I do believe Denver is the better team. Um, they obviously have, they, I mean, they, they have the best player in the series and Jokic. Um, I will say what does have me, my, my text to you that I'm sick. Um, that was really based on a couple of things. Um, and I will say that about the Heat in particular, um, I'm not surprised, but I am. I am a little disappointed because I felt, even if they did lose, um, in in five, um, or six, whatever, even if they they lost in a fairly quick series, I I did. I felt as though they would kind of put they would put up a fight, and I feel like it would be a matter of just Denver superior talent winning out, and 
while I think there are elements that of Denver's talent just being better and then being a better team than Miami, um, I think I think a lot of it. Uh, I think there is there is a, a, a fair amount of it. I wouldn't say a lot, a fair amount of it uh, that the Heat just aren't doing. Um, you know, so I I kind I don't I don't have the feeling that I'm like oh well you know they're just better you know I I, I do feel the Heat are doing a lot to kind of not not give themselves the best opportunity to um to win to win some of these games. And I'm going to start with, uh, I think it starts with Max Struess and Gabe Vincent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could, yes, on the front end, um, that as a starting championship backcourt, um, well, you know, quote-unquote championship backcourt, assuming they... A, con- you know, a, contending, a contending backcourt, let's not say championship, that's probably very far. Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably a better... Yeah, it ain't happening. yeah. A, a contending backcourt is... Uh, that's a that's a big ask. Um, I guess you can't say it's not impossible because they're here in the finals and that's been the starting backcourt for basically for the entire run. Um, I'd say unlikely, right? You would think that the backcourt's unlikely for most teams in the league. I don't know if those two would. I don't know how many yeah, teams those two would start on in the league. Um, I agree. I mean, I think Gabe Benson could probably start on a few. Like, um, but I, I'd be honest with you. Like, for example, he was linked to he's he's been linked to Phoenix. Um, I think he'd be a good, you know, a good get for Phoenix should he go there in free agency. Um, but how would that happen? Where's where the money for? Okay. Um, that would like I would guess that have to be a sign and trade. That we could probably get into that in some of our off season episodes. But you know, assuming they are able to pull something like that off, regardless of how they do it. Um, that's a ro- that's a bit of a unique situation because you have a couple of you know really high end talents with um, Durant and um, Booker. Booker. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't forget Aiden. So yeah, I mean Aiden as well. Yeah, he's he's a you know he's kind of stock up and down depending on the day on of the, the week. month you look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the day of the week, but he is he's definitely a he's one of the better bigs in the league. I, I'm sure that he would take one. This year, well, maybe not the way Jokic did him, but um, you know. So I think that's the last couple games. Um, I know they got two points out of them last game. I, I don't remember the number in Game Three, but it was also just abysmal. It wasn't nearly good enough. Um, Max Struess is shooting twenty percent on open threes in this series. Um, not even close to. I mean, not open, wide open threes in this series. Um, I think he's averaging like four points a game outside of, I think it was game two. Uh, not good. Not good. So I think that that's one of the areas. And, you know, yes, the ta- you can look at that as, as far as talent. And yes, but the stat I just gave you, wide open threes. You know, that, that doesn't really, to me, that doesn't speak to talent. Max Struth, Gabe Vincent, both of those guys, are shooters, um, and it, like you just you got to hit open threes. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that speaks to talent. I don't think that speaks to mm-hmm. to any anything in that aspect. So if it was if they were playing better, if they were hitting uh, hitting these open threes that they're getting, and the Heat were still down three one, you know, I could I would I would feel better about it. I can 
hey, you know, hey, you know what? Well, they're just a more talented team, but you're not making those looks, um, and that's that's tough. Um, I do think the other thing I would say, I also sent you spoke. I don't think this has been his best series. Um, I told you. I believe I said he's looking like Bud, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say from on my end when it comes at the one thing I don't like that he does personally is that it, it bothered me game three and even bothered me more um, last game. The blitzing Jamal Murray, I just don't feel like it's effective, especially when you're like basically dying on a Jamal Murray Jokic pick and roll and just leaving Jokic wide open at the top of the key, who's like a good three-point shooter. I just don't, you know, treating him like he's like Rudy Gobert, I don't really like that. Not to the best player. Um, Not to me personally, the best player. Like I don't think that's the right decision to blitz him like that. Um, I would kind of just, especially when it's like your two best defensive players. Like you're leaving the other three guys on island. Yeah, I I agree. I I, I don't like that decision. Um, I don't I don't hate it in spots like throwing in as a little wrinkle every now and then. But it's the for consistent. those guys just so they're not seeing the same defense. But, you know, at, especially in game three, game three, they were just doing it like every possession. And it's just, you know, Murray backs up, throws the pass, Jokic in the middle, turns, finds the cutter. Or Jokic at the three-point line, three. You know, it's just it, – and especially when he – I believe when he really started doing it, it, it was like after um, some of the other guys got rolling a little bit. Um and so, like, kind of at that point, it's just, well, now you're just asking for these dudes to, to carve you up. I mean, um, I'm going to so. be honest. The one – this is my opinion. The one play that I knew this that they weren't going to win this series, it was, last, it was the last game. I don't know if you remember this play. Um, I, think it's in the fourth, it's in the, I think it's in the fourth quarter. Um, Denver has the ball. They get the ball to, to Joker, right? Yeah. Miami sends a late double, and it looks effective because it kind of throws him off a sort. He wasn't expecting it. And he yeah. passes the ball to Bruce Brown, and Bruce Brown has Caleb Martin on him one-on-one, and he just blows right past him. And I think he either got an and one or at least a layup. But yes, I believe that. I was, yeah, I remember that play. When yep. I saw that play, I was like, oh, yeah, they're not. There's a way they're winning this series because they just yeah. they had no answer for him. They're like, I like Bruce Brown, good player. I've said over the years, I'm still a little upset about that game three against the Bucks, where he literally just let, um, he just tried to take over the game. Wasn't really a big fan of that. But besides that game, I do like how he's played. I thought it was a great addition for him to get, uh, have him in Denver. But, bro, when he's doing that, Aaron Gordon was catching alley-oops like he was like on a high school basketball team. Like He, he was, was just three. He gave him like four threes. Or something I mean, like the threes. That. I mean, yeah. I don't think that was a little surprising to me, but you know, they they like they were just throwing him lobs like it was you know like we're just playing the JV team. I was just like, yeah, no, this ain't this ain't happening. And to me, at that point, it was over. To me, the series was over at that point. I mean, they would try to. I think we both saw the game. They would try to have like little stretches. They brought like Duncan Robinson in. I personally am just saying this, and I mean it might happen. I would like to see Duncan Robinson start Game Five tomorrow. If you're gonna go down with That's the ship. It. You know, I think he should. I agree. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'd like to see it. Uh, I'm assuming Tiro's not playing. I haven't heard him say that he's out yet, but I'm yeah, assuming. they ruled him out. They already ruled him out. I believe so. Yeah, yeah and they I'm sure we'll out. get to a future. Um, actually, hmm? I, I saw that. I saw this. Um, whoever, I think it was like Tim Reynolds, one of those dudes reported that they ruled him out game five, but Spo actually said that he was going to have a workout today. 
to um, see how you go. No, like, you know, no change. He's gonna have a workout. Yeah, because um, and I loved, I like Tyler Hero for the most part. Um, and I'll always be rooting for him in his career. But um, I feel like if he don't play tomorrow night, then we probably already seen his last game. And tomorrow night might be his last game if he does play either way. And we'll probably get into that in another show. But uh, yeah, man. Like, look, you know me. And you, I was telling you earlier. Um, I don't think this is the worst. Big picture wise, I don't think this is the worst thing that's gonna ha- happen to them. I actually think this might somewhat be a good thing. You know, I would tell uh, everyone that, you know, it's always good when you play the best team in the league. It's like a good measuring stick and you kind of know, hey, you're not good enough to beat them in a series. You need to make improvements. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. I think it is better long term. Yes. And I think that, yes, there's, I mean, we had talked about, you said, what, 2007. 2006. Yeah, I feel like if they had won the title this year, we definitely would have had the 07 Heat run where it's like you know the 2016 team they beat the mavericks i think me and you would agree the mavericks were probably the better team they just kind of they just didn't play he had yeah he got to the line he had like a michael jordan's performance all-time great nba finals performance um but realistically it probably hurt the heat in a weird in the long term until they till like they were able to go get lebron and chris bosh that they actually won that series, like, for their continuous run into the Shaq era, basically, because if yeah. they had lost that series, they probably would have made the, they would have probably made the right moves in the offseason to kind of uh, retool the team probably going forward for the next couple of years. And instead, yeah. they kind of just, they did the run it back, because Pat Riley loves to run it back if he feels like the team is like, yes, even though we, even though we all know they're not. So, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying, like, is it like the worst thing that they lost? To me, like, probably not. They had, like, this incredible... Like, I think people also need to take a fact. They've literally had, like, an all-time run. The only team to have a run to this level was the 99 Knicks, and that was during the lockout year, so you can make the argument that they probably weren't that bad of a team. Um, Yeah, they didn't play as many games either. No, so um, the Heat... And the Heat were literally, like, three minutes away from being, like being in the victor one binyama sweepstakes which i was was i will say i wanted them to lose that game i wanted them to get the draft pick and so and at least have the chance at getting them and so you know they're not gonna get them now but either way and they've had a great run but you know just put things people just need to put things into perspective you know losing sucks i think everybody will agree with that losing sucks but yeah you know you lose you're gonna go into the off season. you you have uh you have more options and you have more things probably going to be available to you this off season, just from an asset standpoint. And also like availability standpoint, players that might be available that'll allow you to, you do, have a, you, you do remember you also, they also have the 18th pick. Yeah. You got the 18th pick drafts. They can draft somebody or they can trade the pick. So, um, yeah. after, yeah, they can trade the pick, right? Cause they, they, they don't have their pick next year. They can trade it. They can trade it. They, they have their pick next year. They don't have it in 2025. Okay, and so um, I don't think it's like the worst thing ever. Like, hey, I'm like you know, they're kind of okay. They, they in a weird way, they did exactly what they were supposed to do this year. They ran it back. They didn't make any like crazy trade for somebody that wasn't really going to help them in the long run. They held onto their assets for a year, improved the assets that they have, um, and now it's more easy for them to make a trade. Like you know, it would have been a lot. We, yeah. we agree it would have been a lot much harder for them to make a, to trade here last year just based off of his contract and like I his agree. position. So. Now, you know, like I said, love Tyler Hero, you know, 
but you know i think me and you have both agreed over the years for the overall uh standpoint future of the team it probably be best to trade them if especially if you're gonna unless you're gonna go into like a a full like rebuild i don't really see the point of of keeping him but that's my thoughts i don't what's your thoughts per se um well on the i i do i do agree with you i think it's probably going to end up being better for them in the long run as we've uh seen um yes it was entirely possible that if Gabe and Struth hit these shots, these open shots that they're getting. Maybe the Heat are up 3-1 instead of being down 3-1. But I think what you're seeing is that, you know, they're good players in the league. Um, I think Gabe is – I think Gabe's a really good backup. Uh, um, Maybe an occasional starter um, can kind of fill in for you. Um, uh, Struth, I think, you know, Struth is a shooter. Um, he's been very up and down this year. Um, and I think, and I just, I just kind of think you're seeing who these guys are. Like they're talking about Gabe Vincent, some, some executive, you know, the anonymous executive. Those guys are saying he's 10 to 15 million a year. Um, I, you know, I guess we'll see what his market looks like in the off season. But if that is the case, um, you know, I, I don't think even if the Heat win this series, I don't care if Gabe Vincent and Max Deuce turn into into freaking Isaiah Thomas and, and, and Ray Allen for the next three games and he come back and win. I don't think the Heat should be paying anywhere near that number for Gabe Vincent or Max Struce. Um So I, I think it's one of those things that will work out for them. They don't have to overpay those guys because – I find it hard to believe if they win that they would just let those guys walk. They would, I'm sure they have a number, but they would probably pay a higher number than they probably should. Do you agree? Like, I don't think they're going to give them, they wouldn't give them crazy money, but you know. Who, um, Gabe Vincent? Particularly Gabe. I haven't really heard what Struce market might be. But I, uh, I've heard the I mean, Stru- I mean Struce was playing okay, but he didn't have like, like he didn't play like as well as Caleb had stretches or even Gabe and even Duncan. Yeah, Struce is kind of giving you like a game here or there. Like he had the Chicago game. He was he gave you like 30, I think, in that game. Um, you know, he's had a couple games and, you know, here and there. But he, has, he hasn't really given you like a consistent stretch of no, play. He's, he's a rotation player to me. I think people like him. <laughs> let's just be honest. I think people like him because he, he plays tough and he's like a better defender than Duncan Robinson. But he's just, to me, and I think it even showed in this playoffs. He's a rotation guy. He's just a rotation guy. And he doesn't have yeah. the offensive, he doesn't have the offensive consistency to be anything more than that. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I just think he's a, he's a, it's probably going to be better for them because they're going to, they're not going to get kind of fooled. There, there's no chance that I think they'll get fooled into a hot stretch um, and just kind of, you know, overpay uh, for either of those guys. Um, yeah. Not saying those guys won't be back next year. It's possible. Um, I, I said I, I I wouldn't mind Gabe Vincent back. I I'd be okay with Struth, but um, I'm not really. But like I said, no I have the amount of money, right? Like no. Yeah, no. Like I told you today, Gabe Vincent. I don't pay him. He whatever Caleb number Caleb Martin's number is, I'm not paying him more than that. Um, he doesn't get more than Caleb, in my opinion. Um, well, if he gets more than Caleb, well, if he does, he's walking. Because Caleb, like I told you, Caleb's not making that much money, so he's only made like six million. Yeah, 
I think he's probably a six, probably seven million next year. So yeah. I'm not, yeah, he's not, he's not making more than that. Uh, in my opinion, that's kind of where I draw the line for, for, um, for a player like, like Gabe. Um, Cause you know, so you don't want to become I, the Clippers. The Clippers have like, they have Paul George yeah. and Kawhi, but they also have like a lot of dudes on their, on their team. They're just, they have the high salary in, in the, in the league. But part of that reason, is cause they just have a lot of player role players on their team who make a lot they of money. A lot of money. Like, like Norm Powell is a player I would like. I like Norm Powell. He's making like seventeen, eighteen million dollars. It's ridiculous. Like, uh, I don't think he's, Marcus Morris I don't think he's, makes that sixteen like, million dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money. He's ma- he's making like Duncan money, and he hasn't been good in probably like a year and a half, two years. He hasn't been good since he signed the contract. That's true. It is when he signed the contract. You so, know, so it's yeah. You just don't want to end up in that kind of position, especially because. And I think honestly, bigger than the answers on some of those guys, you got honestly. I think the biggest thing the Heat are going to get from this series, and and I think the the best thing for them moving forward out of it is the performances you've gotten from Bam. Mm. Um, you know, yes, this series is is a it's better suited uh, for big scoring games um, out of Bam than a Celtics uh, series would been, and even he was pretty good in the next series, but even that series was uh, not really conducive to having large band scoring nights, even though he gave you some. Um, but this the performances he put on against um, Jokic, um, certainly the best center in the league, I think have been great. Um, I would, and, and I think it's something you can take, you can build on moving forward, you already know the offensive stuff. I mean, the defensive stuff that Bam's given you, he's brought it every single night from day one he's been here. Um, but him as a getting that ball in the in the mid post, um, being, you know, being aggressive, getting the shot, um, trying to get to his spot, I think, and, and really Bam in, in the pick and roll. I, I don't, I feel like, um, I don't think we saw as much of that as we used to, uh, for even like back to the bubble run. Um, obviously, Bam is a screener. They use him as a screener, but like actually getting him the ball, making the effort to get him the ball in the pick and roll and having him attack and be aggressive. So I think that's something big uh, for the Heat that they can take and that he specifically can take um, into next year. And, and as well for, for the league. We talk about um, possible, you know, additions uh, to this roster, you know, probably with the trade route. Um, guys around the league who may shake free, as we saw Damian Lillard say, he loves Bam. Bam's his guy. Um, players around the league love Bam, not just players in his class like Tatum and Mitchell, um, or around his age, rather. Um, but you know, older guys in the league, they appreciate what Bam does. And so seeing that, seeing seeing the performances Jimmy gave earlier on and he hasn't been as he hasn't been as effective mm-hmm. really since he turned since he turned that ankle in the Knicks series. Um, I think it's pretty clear it's bothering him. It's still swollen. Um, if you see pictures of it, but you know, obviously Jimmy's not gonna say anything or complain about it. So but I, I think that's kind of where you see whether it be a Damian Lillard or I know he's not on your list or my list, but a Bradley Beal or 
you know, hey, maybe even I think Paul George has like a year left on his deal. Uh, uh, um, I'm not really interested. I mean, Paul George, it would depend what we have to give it for him, but I'm not really interested in doing the Paul George trade. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be either. Too many injuries for me. Can't stay healthy. But and just you know my point. Whatever star, I'm sure we you know we know the names that have been rumored. You know, it seems like every year some dude comes out of left field and we're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so may, maybe whoever that hypothetical person may be. Yeah, the point is, if if there's a star, a superstar around the league looking to get out, they can look at Miami, they can look at the performances, and they can say to themselves, man, if they just had me. You know, like a Lillard. Lillard could have, man, if that was me instead of Gabe Vincent out there, boy, we'd have won, they'd have won that title. You know, uh, even, I mean, again, Paul George, not on your list, not on mine. But, yeah, I think he, he can he can look at to himself, hey, man, if if they just had me out there, another another guy to, to take it off Jimmy um, a little bit, you know. He cobbled having an off night, whatever it might be. We could have, they could have won that ring. And I so, mean, you know, I think, I think, think that's important. And I, and I, and I'll be honest. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, Paul George game does intrigue me. Like I, you know, I've like, I like his game as a player, um, especially as a wing. I think he's one of the better wings in his, for his era, but you know, I can't do the injury history. He's just hasn't been healthy in like, no, no, no. The injury history is gross. Um, so that would be my only issue. The the injury issue is just I just can't trust him to be injured. I mean, yeah, honestly, no, he's no. just. I mean, he he might not have the the chronic knee issues like Kawhi, but he'll have a shoulder injury here, hip injury. It's just back a injury. time. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's something. Yeah, it's always something. And it always seems to be in. It always seems to be in the playoffs. Uh yeah, and he's kind of starting to he's starting to become the Chris Paul of his generation of his era of players, where he's like, I'm guaranteed he's going to be out for like a month. During the season, yeah, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, um, so, yeah, there's like plenty of options, but yeah, there's options there. Um, the one thing I did want to say specifically on the mm-hmm. um, the one the one thing I, I mean, I didn't like the double team stuff we had talked about. Um, I'm not, but I'm not gonna like kill him so much on the actual strategic stuff because I think it's one of those this kind of series, the personnel that they have, um, and and what Denver has. And particularly the town of Jokic, there's just not a whole lot in your arsenal that you can do. Um, so while I didn't like the constant um, blitzing Murray, um, I can I can justify you doing that. It's kind of one of those things where it's just like, man, we just we just got to do something. Like we just got to do something weird that maybe they don't expect, and you know, kind of hope and pray a little bit. Um, my my issue. My biggest issue, I would say, is two things. Number one, particularly in game four, I did not like the leash he gave Gabe and Struth. I think they played far too many minutes. It was very clear early in that game that neither was playing well, neither had it that night. And it's not just about the shooting and the missed shots. They just, they did not look like comfortable, confident NBA players out there. Mm -hmm. And and I, that's a game, like that's a game you had to have, had to have it. And so personally, you would just brought in Lowry and Duncan and just kind of wrote it out. I would have played, yeah, I would have played seven guys. If you're not, I like I keep saying it, I would have put Hayward Heisman in there. But if you're not going to do that, play seven, you know, 
Duncan Lowry off the bench. Honestly, I also didn't like I didn't like that Kevin Love didn't come back in that game. He had that great stretch uh, towards the end of the third quarter, kind of gave Miami energy, brought him back in it, and he just never came back in the game. Um, yeah, so. I'm, I'm, but I'm not too disappointed in that. Um, I say that um, in general, you know, you weren't going to really stop Denver offensively just because, like you said, the personnel that you have and what, they're, and what you're playing against. And so I feel like he should try to – I thought he would try to max – I feel like the way to beat Denver, and I think kind of Phoenix kind of showed you, it's, it's not the easiest thing to do, but you basically are going to have to try to outscore them. You know, you're going to have to just try I mean, to, yeah, I mean, that's – that's the biggest thing, yeah. Yeah, and I just feel like he just – they haven't tried maybe enough things offense. Like, I understand they're expecting – I know everybody's thinking Jimmy's going to just, you know, play better. Like, gonna was going to be more aggressive in scoring. But obviously, he can't do it. But I would just like for them to try to do – put more of an offensive team on the floor than, you know, and try to kind of go out. Like, I like for me personally, I, didn't, I don't really like the Lowry and Gabe Vincent minutes together. I don't really feel like they're productive. I- all right, um, I got to look at the lineup. They're not bad, but I just something. I would have liked I some just, other options, so their lineup. I don't, I don't like it from a, I don't like it from like a size perspective. Yes, um, I think that I think it. I, again, I'd have to look at the lineups. I'm not sure how the those lineups perform, but just from a like a, a hypothetical, um, I think obviously defensively you're small. Um, and but offensively i just think i i think it's it's there it's very i i would prefer having duncan out there in one of those two um i just think he just he, 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 his 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 gravity on the floor he just causes a lot more problems for you than those two especially and and that's honestly one thing they have not really figured denver hasn't really figured out what to do with him um, offensively again, I believe he should he should be playing more. I should Street should have had a much shorter leash. Even though I don't think Street played that much. Well, um, in game, well, no, because game yeah, four. because they were doing a lot of um. I mean, honestly, let's be honest. If you look at the series, uh, suppose uses Duncan like a shot expressive, like he just puts him in these yeah. little, like pockets, and then he just takes him out. Um, but I'll be honest with you, the biggest thing for me, and it's it's the one thing where where me saying. He's looking like Bud kind of comes in for me. Is okay. the, the Heat have been getting absolutely destroyed in the non-Jokic minutes. I don't think they've – any stretch of these non-Jokic minutes, I don't think they've won any of them. Like, you got Jokic to pick up his fifth foul and you early in that fourth it. quarter. They won that stretch by one, by one point. They were up 10 when Jokic picked up his fifth. When he came back in the game, the Nuggets uh, were up nine. So you won those non-Jokic minutes by a single point. And for me personally, um, that has been the most frustrating thing to watch because I it's just one of those all year, man, even some of these games in the playoffs, like the Heat have just been doing enough to keep it close, you know, and they, they have like a, a six-minute stretch at the end of the fourth where they, they just blitz you and they – they outscore you. They outscore their opponent by 14 points, and they win the game by four. You know, um, and the, look, you don't get a lot of non-Jokic minutes, but these games have been close enough, and particularly the two at home, because if you you got like six non-Jokic gifted to you 
It was like six, seven minute stretch of no Jokic, just gifted to you that you would not have gotten otherwise. And had they came out and dominated those minutes as they should have, and let's say let's say you win that by ten, the Jokic comes back into the game and it's a tie game. Now your building is rocking, the crowd is rocking. I feel like you have enough energy, enough momentum behind you that maybe you can bring that across the finish line. You know what I'm saying? And it's those little skirmishes that the Heat have been so good at um, in this playoff run winning to, to get them, feel them a game in New York, you know, win them a couple games in Boston uh, that they just, they just haven't done in this series. And I just, I don't know if they're up 3-1. If they do a better job of that, they could very easily still be down 3-1. But like I said, I would feel – I just feel watching those minutes that they are leaving – they're leaving their best chance to win on the table. You know, they're not giving themselves their best chance to win these games um, by not dominating those minutes. And quite frankly, I think early on in the series, I think it's because we were seeing a lot of uh, Cody Zealous. Um Obviously, he's seen a little less. But my biggest thing, and it's kind of the stubbornness of Spoke. He can, he's very good in adjustments, but sometimes certain things he's very stubborn. And one of the things he's most stubborn is his rotation. Um, and he he brings in, he has Jimmy play the whole first. Bam, uh, and, you know, sits Jimmy to start. Um, the second has Bam come out early you know, four minutes or so, three, four minutes in the fourth, in the first, and kind of really throws that way. That's not what I would do. I would have, I would match the, the Jokic, the Jokic and Bam minutes. Jokic comes out, Bam comes out. And so that typically, that would mean Bam plays the whole first, and then, and Jimmy takes the early rest. Because I really think the way Denver has defended Miami in those non-Jokic minutes is the switching. They switch everything. And that troubles Miami because they don't have anybody out there to just, okay, you're going to switch everything. Let me cycle through these matchups, find the one I want, and kill it. They have their, their bam, dunk, and pick and roll kind of thing is what they do out there in those minutes with Lowry. And when you're switching everything, you're taking away those spaces for Duncan. Um, and then, okay, that's fine. Then we can just go to bam, but I, they don't give bam the ball enough. In, in a in a in a space to be aggressive and attack, so that's been the frustrating thing to me to watch because I just think it's such an easy adjustment. It's a simple adjustment, and they just haven't done it. Okay, well, I mean, obviously he, he has a game plan, and you know, we'll see. Maybe he'll make it. Maybe he'll do the throw everything at the kitchen sink tomorrow. Uh, well, game five, and um, we'll see how that goes. So, real quickly, as we're gonna wrap this up. Um, who do you have winning? T- Obviously, you have Denver. You have Denver winning tomorrow night. I think we agree. We have yeah, Denver winning Denver game five. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it's been a nice run, right? So, well, I guess we'll see what happens in the off season. Uh, before we wrap this up, I just want to say, in a quick before we get to final thoughts, our version of final thoughts, I just want to say, uh, and I guess it might be my final thought thoughts. Some of the fans on Twitter of the opposing teams that we've beaten, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't get a ring if you lose, right? Yeah. You know per- pertaining to some of the Celtics fans and, um, and some of the Bucks fans and even a little bit of the Knicks fans, but I don't hear too much from y'all necessarily. Um, you know, I saw a thread. Somebody tried to say that, like, part of the reason that he'd had this run is because, like, players have got hurt in the series. Other teams' best players have got hurt. And um, are trying to say the Heat were kind of like playing, like almost trying to say like either they were getting lucky or they were doing some wish league stuff, which I don't think is true. Just want to say like you know, and I could I could go round by round. You know, the Bucks, even Giannis didn't play, even though Giannis got hurt in game one, he did play the last two games of the series where they had ten point leads and they blew that that game. So I don't want to hear that. That's one. Two, you were expected to win the series by many, many people, many basketball. Uh, analysis people in the media who said you could probably win the series even if he didn't play. So that's how well they thought your team was. So that's them on the Bucks. The Knicks fans. I know some of y'all are trying to say Julius Randle was hurt. Um, Julius Randle, when he even when he hasn't been hurt in the playoffs, hasn't really put up good numbers. It's probably he doesn't. He only what he only goes left, right? Doesn't go right. He only goes right. He doesn't, he go, doesn't go right. He only likes to go left. left. And honestly, the biggest thing is that his game's not. His game is less diverse in the playoffs. He, he just shoots way too. He's many just games. too easy to figure out. And like it's very simple to play him. Predictable. Yeah. At that yeah. point, all you really do is have to trap or blitz Jalen Brunson. You get him on the ISO. You don't care if you put like a decent defender on him. You're not worried about him. So enough of you. And then lastly, the Celtics fans—they're the worst to me. You you are you are down three. Oh yes, you you got lucky in Game Six off a of miraculous like. They'll be showing it as like a NBA TV top 10 play of like all time in the playoffs game winners. You got lucky off of that. Yes, Tatum got hurt in game seven, but you would agree too. You have, you had after Denver, you were supposed to have the best roster in the league. Like, yeah. I mean, a lot. The way Celtics fans are talking, they're talking, they've beaten Denver in five. Yeah. So I don't know what y'all talking about. And then even then, you were down, you were literally, you got to game seven. And you still, yes, he tore, his, he tore his ankle, and it did bother him later in the game goes on. But he was out there. He was playing. He was hooping. He wasn't, like, 100%. But he was, like, like for example, as a Heat fan, I wouldn't use Jimmy Butler injury as a reason why they've lost this series because he's still out there, and he still at times is effective. Now, he doesn't look like I'm about he, to drop he was 50. Good. He was pretty good in the last two games. He doesn't look like I'm going to drop 47 or 50 points on you, Jimmy Butler. But And maybe that's part of the ankle injury. But he's still out there playing and it'll affect the player. So I wouldn't say that's the reason why we lost. Like, I don't like when um people do that, Um, especially fans. Like, stop using injuries as, like, a reason why your team didn't win. Like, yes, you might have had injuries. But if the guy is on the court and he's playing and he's actually, like, producing, like, it's not a thing where it's like, oh, he's hurting. You can say he can't do anything. Like, you just lost. Just take your L. Like, there's other – like, it's basketball. It's a team sport. There's other people on the court. Like, you have other people yeah. that you're paying a shit ton of money to to do things, and they're not producing. Yeah. Like, you're not saying nothing about Jalen Brown stinking up the joint, you know? You're not saying nothing about – You're not talking nothing about uh, Drew Holiday basically looking like he's a non-playable character on the defensive end, you know? Like, stop it, you know? what Like – no, I mean I I like his game, but you know in New York they call they call my man's now out there, and it's not fully his fault. But they call him now mid R mid R J Barrett. I don't like that. I'm just saying. No, no. I mean, look, you had uh, injuries a part of the game. I agree. I'm not out here saying. I'm not out here, and I will not say that the Heat would win this series if Jimmy Butler doesn't, you know, didn't roll his ankle three weeks ago, or if Tyler um, Hero was healthy. Out, like no. Yeah, he's been out there. 
they've made this run without those guys. They've made this run despite Jimmy Butler not being right. He's he's gotten out there. He hasn't been his best for a while, but you know he's he's giving them enough, and he's out there and he's playing. Um, and like I said, he's like he's not really been. He was a little rough in the first couple games, but these last two, he's been he's been good. Like he's been like better than the regular season. I mean, he, he kept he's them in the game in in the last game in the first half. Him and Kyle Lowry, basically. So you know, yeah. to so, me, the stretch. Know, yeah. Yeah, come on. Yes. Is it? Is it? Is a reason why maybe they're down three one is because you know it doesn't appear that Jimmy is capable of going for forty five. Uh, you know, like a forty five point triple double. I mean, sure, but like at that point, what am I talking about? Like I'm, I'm saying, like I need, I need, I need one guy to go for a forty five triple point triple double, which is something that hasn't really been done that often in, in, in the finals for them to have a chance of not being down three one in the series. You know, that's 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 a little ridiculous. So you know, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't say that. It's look, it's simple. They're they're down three one because your starting backcourt not giving you enough. Um, you're you're a, you're a little bit undersized. You could you know you, it'd be nice if you had somebody else other than Cody Zeller to put on on Jokic from time to time. Just and that's really four, what it comes down to. Just so you didn't let Aaron Gordon feel like he could be a bully on the court. And just getting yeah, maybe like a, and, a yeah. yeah, maybe like a little bit, a bigger four, like you know any any combination of those things would would help. Just like look, the Celtics, Jason Tatum got hurt. Very unfortunate. Happened on the first play, but. You were down three nothing in that series anyway, and two like let, like let's talk about the eight turnovers Jalen Brown had. Uh, you know he, he was he was awful. Um, Marcus Smart like he had been very good in the three games um, that kind of that the Celtics had won in a row, but he was basically non-existent in Game Seven. Like you can point to a whole bunch. Of, honestly, the team as a whole kind of just Jason Tatum got hurt, and they're just kind of like. Oh, I guess we're not winning tonight. And I almost felt like I was a little disappointed because I felt like that could have been a great, uh, a great game seven, regardless of who won. But it almost felt like the Celtics just kind of they rolled over. Yeah, they kind of rolled over when they rolled over when, when his uh, ankle rolled over. Pulled him yeah. back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's you know, what I'm look, saying. yeah, don't do it that. It happens. It sucks. It is what it is. I certainly hope. Um, you know, I hope the Celtics. I'm sure the Celtics will be back in contention next year. Um, hopefully, they make some adjustments to that roster. Um, you know, the, the Heat. I expect the Heat to be there as well. Um, you know, I, I, it, it looks. Uh, I'm actually think next year could be pretty exciting. It looks like Denver's here. Uh, looks like Denver will be here for a while. Um, and, you know, the, the other teams, yeah. Maybe. The other teams will uh, be Phoenix. back. Yeah, Phoenix will come with some iteration. The Celtics will be back, obviously. The Bucks will I'm be interested. back. Interesting. I'm actually not so sure about the Bucks. Obviously, Giannis will be back. I'm not sure about Philly. Um, I'm not sure about Philly either. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious. I think the East. I'm really interested to see what happens. Atlanta, I think the Atlanta should do something if they're finally ever trade John Collins. Maybe this is the off season. We'll see. I you heard the Dejounte Murray rumors. They're going to trade DeJounte Murray? Um, well, rumors, rumors are he's available for the quote right package. They just gave um, up like three first-round picks for him. What's the right package? Me, I don't know. I like but, him, but I think he's – isn't he like a free agent? Like he's going to have to get paid soon. Uh, no, he, uh, I think the third game is his extension. Yeah, but I think the extension is almost up. 
That's probably the reason why the Spurs traded him. Oh, maybe. I can go yeah, look it up be. right now. I, I, I'd have yeah, while you're doing that, look it up. I'll, uh, I can continue. But I think the East is going to be interesting. I'm not sure about Philly. As you said, Philly, they got, you know, the Harden question. And even if you let Harden walk, it sounds like Fred Van Fleet might be the guy. They go, they, you know, they figure out a way to go get. And I don't think that makes them better. Um, uh, just letting you know, DeWante yeah. Murray has yeah. one more year left on his deal at $17 million. Ooh, does he really? Yes, so. He probably I, will be. I, so if they're not, if they don't plan on resigning him, giving him an extension, and the way he's he played well enough to go get more money, so to be paid over twenty million. Would you? Would you take him on the Heat? Oh yeah, I would for real. I think like, he'd be a like, point guard. Like let's say, like, I think you should go like bigger fish hunting, like a Damian Lillard, maybe somebody else, uh, maybe a Pascal. You and I think we're both agree Pascal probably number one. I would try to get I would try to get Prascal for the right price. If it's if it's too much money, then I think you know there's some other options yeah, like Porzingis right. or right. whoever. But like like Demont like okay, let's just say hypothetically, if they were to bring on Porzingis and Demonte Mayer, which I think they could do, we could try we could play on the trade machine. Um, but or hell, not even Porzingis. Let's say they bring in like Demonte Murray and like Kyle Kuzma. That works. I think that's enough. To make you a legit contender, because that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. I, I like that. How about this though? What? I think I think you and I, you and I are on the same page as here as we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, I've kind of been telling you um, the way, the best way to go about it is, uh, you know, building a contender is not with a big. A big three, a quote unquote, like a real big three. No, like you don't. You don't do that anymore. Public. It's unnecessary. And you, yeah. can, well, I mean, you really and can't I, do it with the with the new CBA. It's even harder to do it. Yes, I think Damian Lillard can present a lot of problems for them. They essentially, even if he doesn't cost them a whole lot in terms of like future picks and stuff like that, you're limited um, in I your think, mobility. Your yeah, financial you're really mobility. putting mm. yourself in a in a tough spot down the road. Um, although you'd probably be. You have a pretty decent, you have a pretty solid shot, I think, to, to at least be in the finals for, I'd say, maybe the next two or three years. But yeah, still, back um, half of that contract with Jimmy's contract. It's, yeah, <laughs> with Jimmy's contract, I think that's, I think that's, that'd be really tough to swallow because like, I think at that point, at that point, you're kind of compromising what should be the prime of Bam. Um, so I, I am, I'm with you on that front. I think the best way, and it's the way I've been. You know, when I look at the trade machine, is how can I add to Jimmy, Bam, and Hero? And if you can get DeJounte Murray and keep Tyler Hero, he's a really nice, he's probably, the, as you said, the perfect point guard. Defensively, next to Hero, Murray is a, I don't believe he's won all, he's um, made an all-defensive team. I think he, well, he's made an all-star team. Um, I'd have he to check to team. see if he's made. Um, I don't yeah. think he has. Team, his teams aren't good enough. Who, DeMontae um, Murray? Yeah, his teams haven't been good enough. Nah, um, when you're not. Uh, last year, the Spurs made, like, if the Spurs, I don't, did they make, I think they made the playoffs once with him, or at least the play, they made they, the play. They made, they, made the, they made the plan, but my point is, like. He's it, an all-defensive team player already, and he led the league in steals last year. Yes, he made yeah, so he made like, second team twenty eighteen. Wow! Oh, oh, okay, yeah, early in the year. Um, but yeah, he's that caliber of defender. Like regardless of whether he's made it or not, 
Yeah, he's tall. He's long. He's really good in the passing lanes. I think he'd be. He. I. I, I didn't even know his contract was almost up. I would. Uh, yeah, if I'm Miami, I I won't lie to you. Um, I'm still Pascal number one. Dejounte Murray. I think, I think you can get both uh, though if you trade Hero, but I would trade Hero. Um. Because uh, well, yes, and that, now in here's that the thing case, though. If you, could, if you trade. If I'm, okay, this is my thing. This is why we need to wrap up the show. But I guess we're gonna just get into it now. Uh, if you trade Hero to, I would assume Hero would go to uh, Toronto, which would actually make sense. To have somebody to kind of play with Scotty Barnes and kind of be like the little building piece because they need another guard because they're probably gonna lose Van Sleet anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, uh, and I think you would honestly. I don't the salary. I think you can trade. I don't think you have to give up Kyle to get Pascal. I don't know how they would do the mechanics. But at least for Demonte, um, and I mean, I wouldn't want to trade him, but uh, you can maybe give up Lowry and some picks, um, or you could even, I like, I, like I was saying, you don't want to trade him. You could give up Duncan Robinson personally, um, and uh, I, I, I would, and I know, I know you probably wouldn't do it, but like, I think, I think definitely the way the Hawks have played, they probably realize they need more shooting on their team, especially once they lost Kevin Herter last. And they trade. They had to give up Kevin Herter, and I think you could probably find a way of getting if you could trade uh, Duncan and some picks for Demonte Murray. I don't think it has to be a lot. Um, maybe you have to get one of them young guys, one of a draft pick or whatever. I think you could probably get away with it. Um, cause I, I, honestly, I, I don't know if I, I cause mean because I, I think the way that the team is going, and I like Duncan, and like I said, I would keep him. But I think the team, the way the way that the team probably needs to be, um, they need to be a little bit more. Oh, they need to be more two-way. Yes, and I think that they need to be more two-way. They need yeah. to go find more two-way players, and I think you, even if that means you have to go up a great offensive player, it probably wouldn't be the worst thing. You can. I don't personally. I don't have a problem giving up Duncan. I told you, look, I would like from what he showed me, particularly not even the shooting stuff. He's been a he's been a good shooter on post. It's a lot of off the dribble stuff and playmaking on the closeouts um, that I, that has me like okay, like I would keep him, but I'm like he's not stopping me from making a deal. Certainly not from a, a player in the caliber of like Dejounte Murray or, or Pascal. Or, or but there is Day. there is a three team yeah. trade. I'm sure we can do it in the trade machine where you can we can we can. And we know Pat Riley. So, we know Andy. I don't want to say Pat Riley. Andy Ellisberg really. He liked it, especially when he signed it with the only, money. My only hesitation there is those are two guys that you'll have to give big extensions to, not max extensions. But you'll probably have to give them fairly size voices. But Murray's not too bad. Um, but Murray's really going to just get a little bit more than what Tyler had. And you're already paying Kyle. And Kyle's like Pascal's money. Or vice but versa. He, you're he, you're going to have to pay him more. But that's not even the big rub for me. The big rub for me is if you do both those deals, you're basically emptying the picks. And the way, the way this new CBA is, um, it encourages building through the draft. Um so yeah, the only but, re- like I wouldn't I'm not going to be upset if they were to hypothetically do a deal like that because the the flip side of it is Murray and Pascal are young enough that you know they probably even if you don't want to do Pascal there's other options Jermaine Grant's a free agent um Kyle Kuzma they're not going to be able okay well even then Kyle, Kyle Kuzma is available and I think you know free no. agent. Free agent. Who, Kyle Kuzma? Oh, no, 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 He's a free agent? Free agent. Well, I, th- I still think you I think you could work something out. 
it's not about it's just not i know i know i, I know how you feel about the whole um i know you feel about the the, yeah the hard cap um i mean it may not like does it really it's I mean, a player really option is he gonna i mean it just depends on the player he's option. turning that yeah he's turning he's that. gonna get more than 13 million going forward yes i think he could get i think he could get in the 20 million range Maybe um, slightly, but he's certainly gonna that. make more than thirteen. I mean, he's that's like a good. One. I mean, I that's like that's like that's like Marcus. He should be. He's like a younger version of like what Marcus Morris was. I don't know if like I want to give any more than that. I like his game. I think I've told you I like his game a lot. Um, I, I do too. I, I look. I just think they can get. My point is to get four. Really, that's kind of what I was getting at. And, and you have, I think Jimmy is your is your superstar. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yes, you know, we talk about the regular season, but he's a superstar. Um, Bam is your, your kind of like. Your anchor. High level, high level all-star. Uh, like he's an all-star. Like he's an all-star. Like, uh, there's no doubt about it. Perennial all-star. Um, who has like that potential to be a little, a little more. Um, and then you have, and hypothetically, let's just say they keep Hero. Hero, a really good player. He's an all-star caliber player, but probably won't make an all-star team. Um, eh, maybe he doesn't. But he's like the one seed and are killing it. But, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, he's all-star caliber, but maybe not necessarily an all-star. High-level player, though. I think this is a top and then, Hero, personally. This is the best value he's going to I mean, I, wouldn't, I would not hate it. I would not be opposed to it. But let's, let's I, be, I just want to say, let's just be honest. He's in that group of players we talk about all the time. The three of them, they have like a, they have some upside. They're they're all making a certain amount of money now. I would probably, but we all agreed, none of them, neither of them, they kind of just have stretches where they look good, but none of them have consistently shown you that like they're gonna be more than that. a guy that gets buckets. Yeah, like these are just get bucket guy, and it's, it's one of the things I think ultimately where I probably will lean to trading him is just if you get. If you were to get Murray, well, you know, theoretically, um, him, he and Murray in a backcourt is great. Um, he, Murray can take the tougher defensive assignment. Hero has an improved defender, not great, but he's not really going to kill you out there too much. Um, so hypothetically, it works. It's just I think we've seen that when Tyler Hero is put in a position where he has to think about whether he ha- can get buckets. Or not, it's tough. He he struggles. And that's why he's a lot better with the second unit guys because there's no doubt. The job is clear. You're my get bucket guy. You know, if he were out there with Murray and 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 Bam and and Jimmy, I think it kind it might complicate stuff a little bit for him. He might he might have some struggles um, doing that. So I, ultimately, yes, I, I would not. Okay. You know, the only thing is, if you I, get Hero, right? If you keep Hero, fine, and you have Murray and Hero in a backcourt, that's a great backcourt, and you have Jimmy and Bam, you still need, like, a legit backup four or five. Now, oh, my God, I can't believe we're doing this on the show. Now we're doing, like, a full, and they have Honestly, you still playing. I'm but, not going to hold you. not going to hold you. Maybe we just, like, cut this part out, save it for the archive. No, I'm not doing that. I don't care. We can, we can continue this conversation. But I'm just saying, there is a player that will be available – that I don't think he would start him, but he probably won't be as expensive because he didn't really play that much this year, and he resigned back on a um. I think he's a no, he's not restricted. Is he still restricted for agent? Talking about Mo? Yeah, I think Mo. Mo I like Mo Bamba. No, nah, he's, he's a free agent. I don't think he's he'll cost you that agent. much money. 
I agree because he hasn't played a whole lot. He was making ten million last year. He ain't gonna be making ten million this year. I can guarantee you that. I would agree. I don't think he will. Um, but I, I don't know him as a backup yeah. big. I wouldn't care for him. Like I, a yeah, I, for me, he would be more of that guy. He'd be like the project. And that's fine, but they need that. They they still they still need a project. They still need somebody that has some upside. That kind of no, no, like no, how they I had agree. Caleb Martin before. Yeah, yeah, he would kind of be like that guy for me. Where I bring him in, I like him. You know, I like some of the tools there, and um, you know, bring him in, and, and you know, hopefully, he turns into something. And honestly, like, look, I, I think there are a lot of guys around the league. I, we've talked about this. There are a lot of guys around the league that I think they should be dying. To try to get to Miami because I mean Christian Woods it. might be available too. Don't keep that on a cheap. No, he don't. He can't play. No, he can't play defense. <laughs> I'm just saying as an option. I'm just I'm just giving you names. I'm not saying you have to fall in love with him, but you know that was a guy a couple years ago. We were kind of like. Nah, I mean, I'll be honest with him. you. Huh? I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll, I'll be honest with you. He has some of the tools. He should be a better defender. I don't know why he's not. Um. I mean, to be honest, so, he's I don't know. like teams that don't require him to play. Any, like he played in Detroit. And then he played in Houston. We're in Houston where nobody's playing defense. Like, not one solo no, on the team. I know. But I will say this. You know, there were some rumors in the past that the Heat might be interested. When he got traded to Dallas, what I heard was the Heat were kind of like, like, obviously, he didn't go for a lot. Like, it wasn't anything that the Heat couldn't swing. Um, and it wouldn't have hurt. It wouldn't have, like, been devastating to them in any way. But I heard that they were just kind of like, nah, we're good. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna go with them on that. But um, I can't believe yeah, there are options. I think plenty of options. I think we both agree. Mo Bamba is a guy would be interesting. Um, very, very interesting. Like I said, he should be interesting. I think the Heat have, you know, they have the picks, and there are a lot of ways they can go with this. But you know, I think they can. Swing a deal for a guy like uh, we we haven't even talked about Jovic, you know. So they can swing a, guy, a deal for a guy like Murray, and, and you know, who knows? Like maybe Jovic comes out looking looking really awesome in the summer league, has a really great camp in preseason. And yeah, I mean he starts at the start. floor. He's at like what six eleven, six ten. Yeah, and and you know, with it honestly, I I wouldn't totally hate that because I think I, I and I don't know if you've actually gotten to look at a lot of the film, but I've shown you some of his film. He, yes, he can shoot the ball. He's a really good shooter. Um, he got some off the dribble stuff that's pretty good as well. But I still think his best trait is his passing and his court vision. Yes, yes, I will. Agree. Um, he can play a little point forward if you need him to. Yeah, and I, I would really, my, my, I wouldn't stop. I would not turn down any deal. Um, again, for the kind of caliber players we're talking about, if it came down to Jovic. But I would really, really try to keep him because I really believe if they can get him and Bam, you know, so those two together, together mm. um, I think it can free up Bam to to be a little more aggressive, and we can see more, um, uh, more, more of this Nuggets kind of series, Bam, because he doesn't have to. And you can kind of tell sometimes when Bam's out there, and, and even in this Nuggets series. At times, you know, they're using him as a hub to run offense, and, and he kind of takes it upon himself that I need to get my guys in the game, you know. Um, and, and I think at times it kind of it, – it doesn't make the game simple, you know. He, he seems to be one of those guys that 
kind of want to get everybody involved, you know? Yeah. Um, so if, if you can get him out there with a Jovic, who is, they can run the same kind, exact same offense with him out there and he can take some of that load off Bam and, and Bam can be a little more aggressive on top of the, 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 like I said, the shooting he has. So Bam, you know, you play a Celtics series, like the Celtics can't do that double team Bam stuff in the lane if Jovic is out there shooting, you know, 38, 39% from three. You just can't do it. So I, I'd be really interested in the possibility that would unlock. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested in that. I'm interested in that. I really don't want to trade him um, for those reasons. But, um, you know, it should be interesting. Uh, uh, we're definitely going to do more uh, episodes uh, in, in the offseason. Probably in the next couple of weeks we'll probably record them because uh, definitely Philly is a conversation I'd like to have with you. Um, now that I found out DeJounte Murray is uh, – my, you know, the rumors uh, he might be available as well as that he's doing extension. Um, I I think Atlanta could be interesting as well. Probably Atlanta. He's a good player. I wouldn't trade him if I'm Atlanta. That's kind of ignorant to me. And he's like a good I – mean, I would. I, I don't see how that – I don't see why you would trade him. You just gave up like three first-round picks for him. I get maybe they're just kind of like, uh, like we don't know if he could play well with Trey Young, but like that guy, well, come on. Well, I don't think that's what it is. Honestly, I believe – I think – and we'd have to see what happens in Atlanta, but they just hired Quinn Snyder. Um, if I'm Atlanta, I fully back Quinn Snyder and kind of get him the guys that he wants. Um, you know, and and if he makes the assessment that whether it's if it's a Trey Young or a Dejounte Murray or you know, hey, you know, I didn't really fit what I want to do here, then you know, I think they should trade him. Um, and look, it maybe it means they. You know, I wouldn't, I don't know, I, I wouldn't tank. I wouldn't necessarily call it a tank just because I think they, they have, they, you know, whether it be Young, Murray, John, even, even John Collins to a, a little bit lesser extent, they have some really good players on that roster that if they trade, they can, you know, they can kind of rebuild that thing. Okay. Um, and, you know, make it, make it look different. And I don't know, it, it would depend on – what they end up getting for guys like that, how competitive they'll be, but I would kind of, I would kind of do it about that way, like a, a re reset maybe, I'm not just, just a full out. I'm just gonna ask you a straight up question because we gotta end the show. I'm gonna end. I'm start playing some music. Right. We're on the show, and I'm gonna ask you this okay. question. This is how we're gonna end the show. Right. Okay. So right. if I if the if the Hawks call you as a Heat and uh-huh. they say straight up, we want Tyler Hero for Dejounte Murray. And maybe like I think they'd have to give up like uh, maybe just fit the salary. They have to put like one player. But I mean, the Hawks have the salary. It's not that big of a deal. And they said like Tyler Hero and a pick for Deontay Murray and like whatever salary filler. What are you doing? Is it eighteen? Is it eighteen? Future pick. They probably want a future pick. I don't know. You can't do the eighteenth. I mean, you could do the eighteenth pick, but you'd have to draft a player for them. But you most likely would probably. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. No, because remember, Hero's salary doesn't turn into effect until next. Until after June, July first. Oh yeah, you're right. So it have to be after July first. Well, no, they, they, yeah. So you have to. Well, no, I mean they could. No, I mean it, it could be eighteen. It just depends. I would only say I would imagine Atlanta would want eighteen just because 
Um, well, okay, let's not argue about the pick. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Would you that's, do the trade? Yes, yeah, you're okay. doing. What are you doing? Um, if you're the Heat. Yeah, I would do that trade. Okay. Hearing one pick from Murray, absolutely. Okay, me. I wouldn't even think about it. I'm telling. I'm calling Ty and I'm saying, look, bro, you got a flight to Atlanta. Magic City's you're gonna have a great time there, kid. All right, guys, that has been the latest and greatest episode from the Scorekeepers podcast. We will see y'all later in the week. We're going to talk some more. We're going to talk about the Panthers. We're going to talk about Messi to Miami. We got a lot more to cover. This has been another edition. Y'all have a great day, great week. We out. This has been another five-star production. I'm ducked off from the world. I'm immersed in the PlayStation, and I ain't worried about her. It's a thousand hers out waiting. We gon' fuck up the world. Excuse me, but it's that your girl. Didn't mean to possess your girl. Baby, I'm high profile. Don't ever tell them you met me.